of the evolution of the illustrative and decorative impulse from the earliest times and of the first period of decoratively illustrated books in the illuminated manuscripts of the middle ages excerpt from the decorative illustration of books old and new by walter crane nineteen o four there is a very remarkable apocalypse formerly belonging to the carthusian house of vandu between liege and aix by french artists of the early fourteenth century which has a series of very fine imaginative and weird designs suggestive of orcagna highly decorative in treatment very full and frank in color and firm in outline the designs are in oblong panels enclosed in linear colored borders at the head of each page and occupying about two-thirds of it the text being written in double columns beneath each miniature with small illuminated initials the backgrounds of the design are diapered on grounds of dark green and red alternately the imaginative force and expression conveyed by these designs strictly formal and figurative and controlled by the ornamental traditions of the time is very remarkable the illustrator and decorator are here still one queen mary's psalter again is interesting as giving instances of a very different and lighter treatment of figure designs we find in this manuscript together with illuminations in full colors and burnished gold a series of pale tinted illustrations in bible history drawn with a delicate penline the method of the illuminators and miniaturists seems always to have been to draw their figures and ornaments clearly out first with a pen before coloring in the full-colored miniatures the pen lines are not visible but in this manuscript they are preserved with the delicate tinted treatment the designs i speak of are placed two on a page occupying it entirely they are enclosed in vermilion borders terminated at each corner with a leaf there is a very distinct and graceful feeling about the designs the same hand appears to have added on the lower margins of the succeeding text pages a series of quaint figures combats of grotesque animals hunting hawking and fishing scenes and games and sports and finally biblical subjects here again i think we may detect in the early illustrators a tendency to escape from the limitations of the book page though only a tendency a fine ornamental page combining illumination with miniature is given in the epistle of philippe de comines to richard the second at the end of the fourteenth century the figures interesting historically and as examples of costume are relieved upon a diapered ground the text is in double columns with square initials and the page is lightened by open foliation branching out upon the margin from the straight spiny border strips which on the inner side terminate in a dragon as a specimen of early fifteenth-century work both for illuminator scribe and miniaturist it would be difficult to find a more exquisite book than the bedford hours british museum dated fourteen twenty two said to be the work of french artists though produced in england the calendar which occupies the earlier pages is remarkable for its small and very brilliant and purely colored miniatures set like gems in a very fine delicate light open leafy border bright with burnished gold trefoil leaves which are characteristic of french illuminated books of this period 
There is an elaborate full-page miniature containing the creation and fall, which breaks over the margin here and there. The 13th and 14th century miniaturists frequently allowed their designs to break over the framework of their diapered grounds or panels in an effective way, which pleasantly varied the formality of framed-in subjects upon the page, especially where a flat margin of color between lines enclosed them, and some parts of the groups broke over the inner line while keeping within the limits of the outer one. Very frequently, as in this manuscript, a general plan is followed throughout in the spacing of the pages, though the borders and miniatures in detail show almost endless variation. In such splendid works as this, we get the complete and harmonious cooperation and union between the illustrator and the decorator. The object of each is primarily to beautify his page, the illuminator makes his borders and initial letters branch and bud, and put forth leaves and flowers, spreading luxuriantly up and down the margin of his vellum pages, beautiful even as the scribe left them, like a living growth, while the miniaturist makes the letter itself the shrine of some delicate saint, or a vision of some act of mercy or martyrdom while the careless world plays hide-and-seek through the labyrinthine borders as the seasons follow each other through the calendar and the peasant ploughs and sows and reaps and threshes out the corn while gay knights tourney in the lists or with ladies in their quaint attire follow the spotted deer through the greenwood in these beautiful liturgical books of the Middle Ages, as we see, the ornamental feeling developed with and combined the illustrative function, so that almost any illuminated psalter or book of hours will furnish not only lovely examples of floral decoration in borders and initials of endless fertility of invention, but also give us pictures of the life and manners of the times in those of our own country we can realize how full of color quaint costume and variety was life when england was indeed merry in spite of family feuds and tyrannous lords and kings before her industrial transformation and the dispossession of her people air boards of works and poor law guardians took the place of her monasteries and abbeys before her streams were fouled with sewage and her cities blackened with coal smoke the smoke of the burning sacrifice to commercial competition and wholesale production for profit by means of machine power and machine labor before she became the workshop and engine-room of the world these books, glowing with gold and color, tell of days when time was no object, and the pious artist and scribe could work quietly and lovingly to make a thing of beauty, with no fear of a publisher or a printer before his eyes, or the demands of world market. In the midst of our self-congratulation on the enormous increase of our resources for the rapid and cheap production of books and the power of the printing press, we should do well not to forget that if books of those benighted centuries of which i have been speaking were few comparatively they were fit though few they were things of beauty and joys forever to their possessors a prayer-book was not only a prayer-book but a picture-book 
a shrine, a little mirror of the world, a sanctuary in a garden of flowers. One can well understand their preciousness apart from their religious use, and many have seen strange eventful histories, no doubt. The Earl of Shrewsbury lost his prayer-book, the Talbot prayer-book, and his life together on the battlefield at Castillon, about thirty miles from Bordeaux, in 1453. This book, as Mr. Quaritch states, was carried away by a Breton soldier and was only rediscovered in Brittany a few years ago. It has been suggested that the large colored and illuminated initial letters in liturgical books had their origin as guides in taking up the different parts of the service, and, as I learned from Mr. Micklethwaite in some of the missals, where the crucifixion is painted in an illuminated letter, a simple cross is placed below for the votary to kiss instead of the picture, as it was found in practice when only the picture was there, the tendency was to obliterate it by the recurrence of this form of devotion." As an example of the influence of naturalism, which had begun to make itself felt in art towards the end of the fifteenth century, we may cite the Romance of the Rose in the British Museum, which has two fine full-page miniatures with elaborate borderings, full of detail and color, and which are also illustrative of costume. The text pages show the effect of double columns with small, highly finished miniatures, occupying the width of one column interspersed. The style of work is akin to that of the celebrated Grimani Breviary, now in the library of St. Mark's, Venice, the miniatures of which are said to have been painted by Memling. They are wonderfully rich in detail and fine in workmanship, and are quite in the manner of the Flemish pictures of that period. We feel that the pictorial and illustrative power is gaining the ascendancy, and in its borders of highly wrought leaves, flowers, fruit, and insects, given in full relief with their cast shadows, wonderful as they are in themselves as pieces of work, it is evident to me at least that whatever graphic strength and richness of chiaroscuro is gained it is at the distinct cost of the beauty of pure decorative effect upon the page after the delicate arabesques of the earlier time these borders look a little heavy and however great their pictorial or imitative merits they fail to satisfy the conditions of a page decoration so satisfactorily Perhaps the most sumptuous examples of book decoration of this period are to be found in Italy, in the celebrated choir books in the Cathedral of Siena. They show a rare union of imaginative form, pictorial skill, and decorative sense in the miniaturist, united with all the Italian richness and grace in the treatment of early Renaissance ornament, and in its adaptation to the decoration of the book page. These miniatures are the work of Girolamo da Cremona and Liberali da Varona. At least these two are described as the most copious and indefatigable of the artists employed on the Corali. Payments were made to them for the work in 1468, and again in 1472-3, which fixes the date. I am not ignoring the possibility of a certain division of labor in the illuminated manuscript. 
the work of the scribe the illuminator and the miniaturist are distinct enough while equally important to the result mr j w bradley who has compiled a dictionary of miniaturists speaking of calligrapher illuminator and miniaturist says each of these occupations is at times conjoined with either or both of the others and when that is so in giving the craftsman his title he decides by the period of his work for instance from the seventh to the tenth centuries he would call him calligrapher eleventh to fifteenth centuries illuminator fifteenth to sixteenth centuries miniaturist transcription he puts in another category as the work of the copyist scribe but whatever division of labor there may or may not have been there was no division in the harmony and unity of the effect if in some cases the more purely ornamental parts such as the floral borders and initials were the work of one artist the text of another and the miniatures of another all i can say is that each worked together as brethren in unity contributing to the beauty of a harmonious and organic whole and if such division of labor can be ascertained to have been a fact it goes to prove the importance of some cooperation in a work of art and its magnificent possibilities the illuminated manuscript books have this great distinction and advantage in respect of harmony of text and decoration the text of the calligrapher always harmonizing with the designs of the illuminator it being in like manner all through the middle ages a thing of growth and development acquiring new characteristics and undergoing processes of transformation less obvious perhaps but not less actual than the changes in the style and characters of the devices and inventions which accompanied it the mere fact that every part of the work was due to the hand that manual skill and dexterity alone has produced the whole gives a distinction and a character to these manuscript books which no press could possibly rival the difficulty which besets the modern book decorator illustrator or designer of printer's ornaments of getting type which will harmonize properly with his designs did not exist with the medieval illuminator who must always have been sure of balancing his designs by a body of text not only beautiful in the form of its individual letters but beautiful and rich in the effect of its mass on the page which was only enhanced when the initials were relieved with color on gold or beautiful pen-work which grew out of them like the mistletoe from the solid oak stem the very pitch of perfection which penmanship or the art of the calligrapher had reached in the fifteenth century the calculated regularity and purgation of superfluities in the form of the letters the squareness of their mass in the words and approximation in length and height seem to suggest and naturally lead up to the idea of the movable type and the printed page End of Evolution of the illustrative and decorative impulse from the earliest times. Excerpt from The Decorative Illustration of Books, Old and New, by Walter Crane, 1904.